is a pointless uh, episode of Ghost Lake. Are Talk. we gonna keep this? I don't know. It depends depends how it we don't. Turns we out. don't know. I mean, this is a pointless episode of Ghostly Talk because we are bored and we've been drinking and we thought let's let's record a Ghostly Talk. This will be well. That's the beauty of kind of how we do this thing now. Is just that like we can kind of do it off the cuff. I guess. You know? mm-hmm. So it's myself, me, Amber Rose, Amber Rose, Amber Rose, and who else do we have here? It's Sarah. Sarah! Eat the mic, Sarah. It's Sarah. <laughs> that, that's as deep as she can go. It's Sarah. It's Sarah. Wait, oh how, how Sarah. deep can you go? How deep can you Come go? Come on, Sarah. Let's, let's give it to us, baby. You and your crown royal be- yeah. beanie. It's Sarah. Yeah, that's, that's as deep as she can go. My name's Sarah, and she I have a crown smoke royal hat. She needs to smoke some more cigarettes. I have a she crown royal hat. I wear a crown royal hat. My name's Sarah. Did you get that free? It was in the box with the Crown Royal. Oh. Dude, that's so cool. Then you better use it. Hell yeah. Why would they... Uh, Crown Royal... So you, buy, like, you bought like a fifth of liquor or something from Crown Royal or whatever? Yeah. It came in a box. Was it a Christmas Crown bag? Royal usually it comes in a bag or something, I, right? It was probably last Christmas Did the that hat I got come it. in a bag? Like its own individual little sack? I think... I think it's the, bottle, like purple bag. the bottle was in the bag. Oh. And the hat was on the side oh. above the shot glasses oh. or something. You know what's funny, though? Um... I actually wore this hat to my parents like a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and my dad's like, "Oh, you get you have a hat?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got it in the box." Oh my god, Sarah, like, you have a hat it's in the box? No, my dad said he got underwear. What? 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 No. Your dad crown, has Crown Royal crown underwear Royal boxers. Only Ray. Oh, oh god! Oh, you're in trouble. There's the start of our <laughs> only shitty this, little ghostly talk and I studio. I know, I know, Ray will wear. <laughs> Yeah, does your dad wear the Crown Royal boxers? I have no idea. And I don't want to even imagine Mm -hmm. that. But I thought that was funny. Dude, I'm going to see him before the end of the year. (laughs) I know I am. And I'm going to be like, dude, so do you wear them? And he's going to be like, what? I'm going to be like, so your daughter told me this story about the Crown Royal underwear. And they they came with the liquor? Yeah. (laughs) In case you shit your pants because you drank the whole bottle? I mean, I'm cold. I got the alcohol shakes. I need a hat. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay. So, hey. So, yeah. Well, as Amber said, um, we were kind of bored. Yeah. And, and, well, it's kind of. Because I'm a boring uh, um, guest. You were here for like 10 minutes. I know. So it's got no. It's See, not like I'm you, that boring. No, 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 it's not like that. Yeah, I am. Um, no, no, it's not like that. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but that's. Well, it's actually kind of no, well. Okay, no, here, we go. do. We do legitimately. We've started a list of potential guests that we would like to have on the show. Yeah. Like some of them are people that we've known for a long time within the ghostly talk realm. Some of them are newer that we'd like to interview for the first time. Yeah. And we'll see in this world of how you have to reach out to people through either Instagram or Facebook. Um, really Facebook or nowadays. Or God forbid email. Or email a contact page. But we'll see if any of these people bite back. Because I think you said you contacted Robert Merch. Yeah, he ain't responded back to me yet. And I don't know if what these the people hell is will. This? I mean, Well, he's actually been busy. He's been at a conference this weekend. I do know that. But Robert Merch is like the go-to guy for all things Ouija board. Like he collects. Which is like. Oh, nice. Uh, well, and, and the list you sent me, Amber, I was mm-hmm. like. And this is how nice of a freaking fiance slash husband, whatever I am now to you. You're my um, partner. Thank I'm God. your guy. You're my. You're my. Yeah, uh, you're, I thought I was my, your guy. No, you're my person. You're my person. Well, okay. Now I know in this new America that we're not allowed <laughs> to have genders, but I will actually pick a gender and say that I am a male. I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, 
whatever you want to do is fine, but myself, I'm a male, so you call me a guy. You're my guy. You're my guy Thank pal. Thank you. I'm cool. You're her I'm man. I'm not your guy pal. My man pan. My man pan? What the fuck? My man pal. <laughs> pan. Kind of whatever. So I'm under the bed I'm now. I'm done. <laughs> I'm stop right now. I'm the, I'm the man pan. Man pan. Scott that sounds L. gross. Man. It sounds like it does, something. It, some sound, kind of it does sound gross. Device you use at night when you can't get to the bathroom. I got my man pan. But no, my point was like, I the, I looked at the list you sent me that you finally did. Uh-oh. After many weeks of me going, would you make a list of the people you want to have on the show? They're in my head. Well, and you put them on paper. That's so great. I was so happy to see that. And the first one I picked out was Robert Murch. Yeah. So we'll see. So we'll see. But I'm like, because, well, the reason I said it was that you love, you are like obsessed no, with Ouija I'm boards. No, I'm obsessed with Ouija boards. No, and that, no, I that's a cool thing. I finally got my first one. Yeah. I, I got old ones. I got like, I was lucky like back in the day, I was an original weirdo. And now like being a weirdo is a fad. So when when you're an original weirdo, you sought out like eBay or flea markets or garage sales or whatever, trying to find your weirdo items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would look up old Ouija boards, and I could find like ones from like the 30s and the 40s, and they'd start the bid at 99 cents, and I'd be lucky to maybe get a board for like with planchette for 30, 40 bucks. And now it's yeah, like anything yeah. I look up that I actually own now, it's like 200 and up. I can't get anything for a good deal anymore because everyone, yeah. it's like in vogue now. Everyone wants an ancient Ouija board. Fucking hipsters. No, estate Fucking sales. hipsters. You never well, know. no, you can, no, I Hip, have No, friends. estate sales suck too. No, 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 no. It depends. No, no, no. Oh boy. I, the la- no. I, I've done a couple of them. They, oh, they are. No, pain, no, no. Oh, I have friends boy. that it here depends. and there have found like really awesome stuff at flea markets, estate sales. Dude. That, <laughs> They, these people yeah. just want to get rid of old crap that's sitting around their great grandma's house, and then there's an ancient Ouija board. There's cool vintage like Halloween postcards. Okay, so the last stuff. the last estate sale that I did do was actually December of last year because I was on vacation from work, so I had all this spare time, and I happened to be just floating around on the interwebs. And some actually, my aunt said, "Hey." There's an estate sale going on in Royal Oak, and they got a bunch of records and stuff they're trying to get rid of, so you should go down there and check it out. I'm like, that actually sounds great. I can get some coffee early in the morning and shoot down there early, and I'll just hang out and chat with people. It'll be fun. It'll be like a little outing to do, right? So I get down there plenty early you know, and chat with some people. I got there, like the thing opened at 9. I got there at quarter to 8 in the morning. There was already 30 people in yeah, front of me. Right. Now, this is downtown Royal Oak, Michigan, which Royal Oak is kind of a highfalutin area. It's kind of a, it's, it's well, a building not area here. highfalutin, but like trendy. Oh, it's expensive now. Well, it's expensive yeah, to live there. but not as so, expensive as some other areas. So I'm like, well, fine, whatever. I'm in line. So And, we, and they took it by number. Like you could not go in there unless you were, you had to go sequentially, number by number. So I get in there and... Unfortunately, by that time, everything was already picked through kind of clean. But I'm like, oh, I found actually I found a couple of cool Rolling Stones records that I wanted to get. So they, they, they were, And they were dirt cheap. That was really nice. However, what made me think about this, though, was some people I talked to like, dude, go to the basement. And I'm like, what's, what's in the basement, <laughs> right? So I go down there. And because people were like, dude, you got to check it out. It's the raddest shit ever. So I go down there. And, yeah, it was like this little bit. It's, it's a little while, you know. It's an old school house in Royal Oak. It's a little bungalow, so the basements were kind of small. the The ceilings weren't what we have like like the basement we're in right now. It's got a regular ceiling, right? These were what we call the Michigan basement. Yeah. So it's kind of a you know Higher. a dungeon. It's a dungeon basically, yeah. And literally, they speak great choice of words, Amber, because there was a dungeon in this basement. 
an uh, BDSM. Is what? that what you call oh, it? Yeah, fucking for real, Wait, dude. Wait, there was actually yeah. BDSM things down yeah. there for the, sale? This, this, this dude or gal or whoever, whoever this person was That's actually had an entire room they had an entire room well, with a horse now. well they're gone now yeah but they had a horse like where the, did, where the did person did they mean to leave that behind though i don't know i'm sure they didn't mean i to didn't leave know any the person of it like shit i died and i left all my whips and chains and shit downstairs <laughs> fuck this person had a horse that you'd lay over and they just and, and they had what? all the whips what? the masks the you name it they had oh all the shit like a gimp mask yeah gimp mask totally and that was for sale for sale you could bid on it for sale you could bid it well you didn't bid it you just buy it it had a price like the estates they had an estate sale come in did there did you do the buy something that I'm unaware of no I didn't buy Any shit whips? I bought a couple of Rolling Stones records like I said that's all I bought no he got at least a whip and a couple chains they must have been no I, don't, I didn't I swear <laughs> they must have been younger I don't know I mean, who this weird. person was. Huh. I, we have no idea, but this person, they, they, an person in the they had a thing, they had a thing Maybe. for BDSM, and they had a whole little room wow. in the basement put aside. They had like a Maybe wor- they died during it. That's a possibility. It is. Heart attack. Yep. Just the excitement. They just couldn't take it anymore, yep. and they just fucking yeah. keeled over like, right there. Like, what, <laughs> it was It was crazy, because, like, yeah, we're all like... Like you could buy this whip for like three dollars, because like I said, the estate sale. Like there was a company that took that did the whole estate sale, so they just go through there and price. They they do all the heavy lifting, they price everything, and they just more or less run the whole show, and then you just spend the money and they take their cut and it's all over with. So did you look at the prices of the whips? Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the average price? It was interesting. There was a nice like leather leather job with some like you know like like was it like some iron crosses like you know ornate or like ornate I don't know it was like it was decorated with like iron crosses. What's a leather job? It was a leather whip oh. with like the, the like the like the the fringe, the fringe like you know you don't tell me flange or whatever Sounds they're called. So kinky. No, a fringe. You, know, you seen? Remember the fringe leather jackets with like all the fringes yeah, that you used to hang on them? It was a it was like a whip like that, like a leather flange. black leather whip. I didn't say fl- flange. No, I said I think fringe. That's what they're called? Fl- flanges. Fringe. I said fringe, go- not flange. Oh, fringe. I'm googling. Hmm. Googling what? Fringe. A fringe leather whip. So I yeah I saw one of those and I priced it. it was like five bucks I was like well that's that's a pretty good deal but I still don't have no use for it whatsoever except to be like hilarious like hey guys you want to get I mean it would, <laughs> it'd be good for like like two or three jokes around here and then it would sit and collect dust so what's the point of buying something no like that? I was wrong never mind fringe right I said fringe yeah okay I would say something uh, okay my name's Amber right yeah so. Yeah, it was it was crazy because yeah, like we just out of nowhere, like you walk down there and it's a regular house. There's books for sale and it's like a regular domesticated home. But you go in the basement and there was this fucking mm-hmm. BDSM dungeon, you know, with the like, and like I said, the, with the uh, with the masks. Hmm. I wonder how one just like gets into that type of stuff. I don't know. I don't want to be beaten and whipped. I mean, I don't know because I mean, I don't I'm, know about beaten, but whipped. I don't Maybe know. With like cotton, like a cotton whip, cotton, like whip. cotton ball whip. That'd Take be it like off. the softest thing just, ever. It's like gentle. a pillow fight. Gen- yeah, like a pillow fight. You, you've pillow been a fight. bad, bad boy. <sighs> yeah, like what's what's the sound like a poof? poof. They just blow on yeah. you. You've yeah. been a bad person. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty weird. I kind I kind of walked out of like whoa. <laughs> Because it is kind of weird, like an estate sale like that. I mean, and you're experiencing uh, someone's personal sexual well, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. like, boom, right in front of you. And I've been to a bunch of these things where, yeah, like it's been pretty non-act, like you know, non-eventful. Like you just go there. Oh, look, there's a nice clock for like eight thousand dollars or whatever. There's all these things you can look at, and the house is pretty well. Oh, it's a house, yeah. like like this house. It's pretty pretty. My parents' neighbor, uh, he got moved to an assisted living or something. Eat the mic. 
and um, they had an estate sale for him. And we went in there, and uh, everything's normal and stuff, and bought my nephew a bike, and I bought a candle lantern that had yeah, stars yeah. on it. But, yeah, everything was normal. Um, unfortunately, the things that I wanted the most from that house was not there anymore. Yeah. He was a black belt and samurai trained um, in Japan. Oh, so he had swords? Whole big like collection. Badass bad samurai so swords? his family is actually going to let me know oh, wow. if they decide not to keep them. Oh, that's And he cool. has a whole samurai suit in a glass case. Oh, wow. That is real, that he wore, which was awesome. So you're, you're just going to come to the door one day here like, hey, Sarah's coming over. No, they're going to call or text my mom, you're, let me know. You're going to get it, though. And you're just going to show up here one day. Oh, that'd be awesome. Here, I'm I'm here for the podcast. <laughs> Full samurai. Who the hell is this person <laughs> on the porch? What's going on here? So, yeah. Um, th- and this is what I said before we start. Well, okay, let's go back to the original point. So, one of the things we're, like, Ouija doing. Boards? With, well, now, actually, before that. Oh, damn. Because my memory's that good. <laughs> uh, going back even, like, the beginning. Like, it's only been, like, 14 and a half minutes here. It's not been. We haven't done that much here. Um one of the things we're we're going to be doing with the show here, yeah, we're we're kind of planning out some stuff for next year, I guess, like some ideas. Nothing really like heavy-handed. I mean, we're just kind of getting some ideas here, but um we're going to be doing a lot. We're going to try to do more shows, I guess. Yeah. Uh I don't know. That'd be good. I don't know how that's going it, it may or may not come to fruition. Um but Make Bonnie, it. see, okay, let, let me just explain it. Like, Bonnie, when we talked to her about this last time she was here, Bonnie actually lives kind of far away from us. Uh, and we love Bonnie. Bonnie's our girl. And she's, him. you know, she's part of the family, much like Doug is, right? Mm-hmm. Where we haven't heard from Doug yet since this show kind of came back a year ago now, over a year ago. Um, well, no, we did. We we did have the one uh, a podcast a couple months ago. You were there, Sarah. Yeah. Um, Amber's, like, on her own thing right now. What is I'm, she? I'm tweeting. You're tweeting. Yeah. Amber Rose, don't tweet. What's going on here? Just whatever. Who are you tweeting with? Shush. Okay, all right. So fine. I'll just talk to Sarah. Fine. All right. Let's do this. So, yeah, we did hear from Doug. Uh, And Bonnie is still, she's going to be on shows here, of course. But we want to do more shows, but it's it's, the logistics of it is kind of a, you know, it's kind of hard because we can't expect Bonnie to come out here like every week or even, I should say twice a week, much less once a week, right? It's a lot of work for her. So not that this is a problem, that's our whole problem here. You know, I won't lie. I've said since the beginning of this show that the fact that we don't do like a regular rigid schedule is because I'm a fucking lazy bastard nowadays and I don't really care all that much. I care. But of I just don't do. want to be locked into the rigid schedule the tight that, that, well, that, that, that's that what, creates stress. Yeah, and, and that's what burned that. that's what burned me out years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of want to do this thing kind of more free. Let's just have fun with it and do it our own schedule. However, there's a lot of things we want we want to do, and you know, Amber and Bonnie and myself did talk about that, and we said, you know, Bonnie's like, well, I'm cool with you guys doing shows without me. That's perfectly fine. I just wanted well, to make sure she was okay with that. she's an hour away. I don't expect her to drive out here, especially yeah. in crappy Michigan winter weather. Yeah. You know, yeah, especially it's like, tonight. Oh, yeah, like, get like, out here sucks. right now to, like... Because Bonnie, Bonnie admits that her strong... Her, her, her strong point is just sitting down and talking about her, like, crazy Bonnie... Like, the week of Bonnie. <laughs> like, whatever dick random... Picks, dick pics. Dick pics. Um, whatever dick random Fetty. crap. And then dick the Fetty. occasional comments. But she's always admitted that even... During the last um, incarnation of Ghostly Talk that that ended in 2009, 
that she, she's like, my strong suit was never interviewing people. No. Whenever Scott and Doug interviewed people, that was never my thing. I didn't want to chip in or didn't really want to really say anything. We don't really know how to do that either, though. Well, whatever. She, that whatever. Wasn't, she wasn't comfortable doing that. So, like, if we, like, last time we did a podcast, we had Gary Parker on, who has this theory about, like... Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Something new he That was found a lot of fun. That, that was he cool. Felt, he discovered nice about guy. The, really nice guy. Along the edge of the um, pyramids in a, in a NASA photograph from 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, Bonnie's like, yeah, I don't know what to say to him. I don't know what questions to ask. I don't know. And it's like, so, I mean, well, if we Well, Gary, had... Gary also was really excited. No, no, he, he was excited about his super topic. Cool guy. Yeah. And he was easily to talk to because he just, you just let him go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just talked. And he was great. Uh, he sometimes was that's the best thing to do is no, just it's not. Like it's re- shut your mouth no, and let yeah, the guy, yeah. I mean, it's refreshing to sometimes just have someone that, like, actually wants to talk. Because I know Scott in the past has done... Ghostly talk episodes where he it's like it's like squeezing like a rock to yeah. try and get something out of these yeah, people we, because we they're either scared to be on or they have so much information they don't even know where to start. Well, there's too. that, but some people are just like scared to be on a podcast, especially ghostly talk in the past was live. So yeah. you have people listening live, yeah. you have people yeah. live in the chat room, and they're a little more nervous. Unlike this version, it's like we can tell people, hey, you're not live. We're recording stuff, so if you say something really, really stupid, we, we can it edit well, let's it mark out. It. Well, yeah, I, I mean, and while we don't, since the beginning here of doing this new version of Ghostly Talk, I've, I've really—it's not even new I, anymore. We started this I in guess, two thousand. It's almost been a year. It's almost—it's been over a year, I think. So I mean, it's um, not even new. But I really haven't taken any liberties as far as doing any type of editing. No, we just kind of lay it down. There's been a couple of things, like just you know, things we had to edit out. Just like, hey, we have to stop here and take a break. You know, like yeah. we're doing, we're doing a really just for long continuity. We're doing a really long show. We can't go three hours straight. Sorry, like we, our John Tenney show, which that was, was like ridiculous. Three was, hours with long. cigarette and drink breaks and refills and bathroom <laughs> yeah, we breaks. We had to stop, right? And then coming so. back down and talking, and then going back out and like smoking, and then coming back down and talking, and it's it's to this day, yeah, yeah, it's our yeah. longest show. It's three hours. So yeah, <laughs> where I mean, everything else is about an hour and a half, maybe a little less. Yeah, and that's that's where you have to do some type of continuity editing. Continuity editing, and, like like Amber said. Well, and that's up so, to the listener. They can listen in chunks. I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. So, um, that that said, like we don't really do any type of editing here, um, and I think it's 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 fun that way because I don't have to sit there. <laughs> it's easier for me because I don't. I'm lazy, like I said. Oh, well, and I totally think lazy. I think in this world of podcasting right now, it's fun to sometimes just listen to people talk. It's like you're in the background just listening well, to someone chat about crap. Like, the thing, well, the, here's the thing too. Drew and Mike do that. You listen to Drew and Mike, which yeah, is yeah, that's popular, our that's our it's a popular Detroit, Detroit podcast, here. which I know has national appeal now. But they just ramble about. Well, they don't pop. ramble. I know. I think no, they, I think there's a lot more. Honestly, those guys. No, they have structure, but they there's they a lot talk more about, planning than you think. There no, is. there is, but there's. They well, just, we don't we don't plan. We don't. No, plan but they anymore. they talk about current news and pop culture and whatever, and they ramble on that and they riff on something else, and it's just like sitting in someone's living room, like yeah, listening to fun. people talk. Yeah. And well, here's you the thing: know, like like know. the thing with having guests on show uh, on a show like this. Or any type of show that deals with fringe topics like the paranormal, um, our goal or our our idea of this back in the day, Doug and I's idea was always we're going to let this person come on the show and talk about their thing, right? I know there's some other platforms that people can come to to talk the same way they come to us. 
but they come there and they're going to be challenged. They're going to be, I mean, they're going to, they're, they could get into an argument. They could be fighting with somebody, right? Which Doug and I never really agreed with that whole idea. Our, you know, we're not, this isn't a politics show. This isn't, you know, some big thing where you, you're debating something. No. You can't debate stuff really in the paranormal, I don't think. It's really difficult. I mean, there are things I think you can debate, like ethics and things like that, that we've discussed at great length on this show. Um, but as far as somebody who has may they they may have discovered something like Gary did right on the, from the last show. Um, do I agree with everything he says? I mean, yeah, I well, I, we don't, don't I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I have no way of knowing, right? Um, but I I found his ideas very compelling and interesting, and therefore I wanted to give him some time to talk about it on our little show here, right? Without any type of judgment, without any type of argument, without debate. Let's riff, and then, you know, we'll add our ideas as we go along, right? And that's the way I think, frankly, I think all these shows should be, should run. I know there's going to be a place for people to argue and debate about things, but again, it's so funny to me because with the paranormal, and how many years have we been saying this? It's all fucking theory, man. So how can you sit there and debate something about something you even don't know about if you think you have the answer? You don't know, right? So let's just talk about the ideas, and that's what, you know, it's fun about, you know, working with guests and stuff like that. Uh, and Gary was a lot of fun. And, yeah, we may do more of that down the road. Kind of coming back into this thing, it was more, let's talk about, let's just talk. And right? that's kind of what we're doing tonight. This literally, what you're hearing right now, if you, if you haven't turned it off yet, is literally us from, like, well, it's 22 minutes in. Let's say, like, 27 minutes ago. 27 minutes ago, we were on the patio of the, the beautiful villa that I live on here. Yeah, yeah. On the, one of the patios we have out here. And one of them. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> one of the patios of we them. have. Yeah. Uh, and we said, hey, let's, well, Amber said, Let, let's, let's tape something. This will be fun. Let's do it. Right. And here we are. And this is actually what's really cool about doing this thing. The way we do it now is it can be spontaneous. And I want to do more spontaneity type shows like this where we just mm -hmm. sit down and go, let's talk about something, right? So we've spent the last 23 and a half minutes just kind of riffing here. Ouija we, boards, we, Crown Royal, underwear. Yeah, state sales. Hats. State sales. Yeah. Dungeons. <laughs> BDSM. BDSM. Yeah. Whips. Chains. Pillow fights. It sort of stays in the realm of the paranormal, whips. but not. Wait, that's <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, not so much. No, <laughs> I mean we can keep. There's it there. a couple of articles we wanted to talk about tonight, though. That's my yeah, whole point. No, so, yeah, I mean there's been some stuff in the news. Like, well, let's let's start off with this. I'm sorry, Amber. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I do want to. You no, know, I was tweeting because. Yeah, yeah. While we're trying to do a John show Tenney, here, yeah. John Tenney just tweeted not that long ago. He he tweeted an old ad from the newspapers, which is an article that I want to, well, I have an old article I want to, like, read. Ugh. But anyway, it was an old article, and it actually it doesn't say yeah. what year. I should be like, what year, Tenny? Cite your source. Um, 50 cent Ouija boards. So he says, put a salt circle under the tree. Merry Christmas. See you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice. an actual article for fortune-telling board, 50 cents. The fortune-telling planchette board. An unusually interesting game yeah, that affords yeah. endless amusement for the entire tell family. To come, tell Tay to come over here right now. Tell him to come over and help yeah, us that's, tape. My, that's probably not going to work. Growing up, my mom, my mom would them. never allow a Ouija board oh, this is near the Seattle. house. See, and that's so crazy because so many people have these preconceived notions that that the Ouija board itself is something inherently evil, and it's just oh, it's just a piece of plywood. She or wouldn't a even allow board, us to watch the movie The Exorcist. Ah, oh, crazy craziness! But we did it anyway. The, the, 
the fact that like we've had people okay so okay for example we've had i have all these old ouija boards laying around the house yeah. they're in different spots and maybe like i don't know four years ago or something we were having people over at the house the family was coming over for thanksgiving and scott's like well amber what do we do about these ouija boards oh yeah there was that thing that and one i'm year. like what like what like it didn't even occur to me. Like I have to change my design of the house. Like I have to move my Ouija board. No, no, wait. We, we if did, my mom we knew had, I had no, a Ouija board, she would not come over. We did move a couple of them. I'm we not doing did. that no more. No, I'm not either because not, it's like no. you come here and this is the house of weirdo. Yeah. So if you can't accept <laughs> the house of weirdo, there's no. You're not going to leave with Satan. No. Nothing's going to possess you here. <laughs> it's all antique wonderfulness with stories to tell exactly. and history. And and so like if you're un, if you're unsettled by it, then you're you're the weirdo. Because you're you're being like, well, you're not you're the weirdo. Super, you're the problem. You, well, you're superstitious and strange. Like, come on, come on. It's not. We're not the seventeen. We're not like the sixteen hundreds. We do you yeah. feel like you look at like look at my Ouija board and want to burn a witch? Does it in like incite your Puritan genes? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, like, no. Like, just chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my stuff's cool and it has a story and a yeah. history I mean, behind yeah, it. They're selling yeah. them in the sixties. It's fun for the you family. You can get a Stranger Things Ouija board right now from Target. I mean, don't doubt that. And I mean, I actually had it in my cart for a bit because they don't sell it by the Targets by us. And I was like, I need that. I'm like, why do I need it? I don't know. I can save my money. Maybe, maybe Chris Scott Christmas present. What's that? Stranger Ooh. Things Ouija board. <gasps> okay, I'm I'm on that. You you should get on that and surprise me with it, and it should appear. Well, it really won't be a surprise now if I buy it. Cause... It will be because I'll be shocked that you actually remembered and ordered it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, man, I actually felt the knife go Burn. in my gut oh. on that one. Oh, that hurt. Oh, that was terrible. That was deep. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. If oh, my forget, God. If you forget, you can go back and listen to this podcast. Oh, my like, God. What was she talking about? I don't remember. Uh, oh. She was speaking. I don't remember. I blocked it out. <laughs> oh. Called selective perception. Whatever. So, Whatever. So I'm in research. I'm in currently in research mode because I, I have not signed anything yet, but I am potentially signing something for my fourth book, which, of course, is going to be around Michigan history because that's where I'm from and that's what I research and that's what I do. But while I'm going oh. through my massive stack of like articles that I've printed out through the years because yeah, I yeah. – I love to print. I don't always like things like I don't always like to look at digital files of stuff because like I still paper. have to make. I like paper. I like. Paper I like to too. hold it and read it, and I don't always like to take notes and all this crap because it's like I can't just read it and memorize it. I have to have a piece of paper in front of me. So anyway, I'm going through the papers, and we're sitting there at the table earlier, and I come across this old article from 1927, and the title is actually "Ectoplasm." Huh? Whiskey <laughs> says sheriff. Wait, okay. what? Yeah, that's, that's what that's, they. That's, that's the title. <laughs> Ectoplasm. We threw, it, we threw it up huh? on. Our, we did throw it up on our. It Instagram. is, and then it's whiskey. On, it's on, well, no, it's on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, it's on. It's on both those accounts. And, uh, we, we were cracking yeah, up. This when was we from the this. Detroit Free Press, and then the subtitle is "Spirit Medium Arrested on Charge of Transporting Rum Near Jackson." Now, mind you, this is 1922. What happened? So in why did they just say oh, rum, not whiskey? Even correlated. No, no, no. We have prohibition going on at this time. So you have all this. So it's all the same. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's prohibition. Yeah. yeah, So Jackson, Michigan, January 14th, 1927, the article states trances, lifting of chairs and ghostly voices from the netherworld play little part in the ordinary affairs of Sheriff Thomas W. Lovett of Jackson County and his men. But Friday, a, quote, seance on M-17 resulted in the capture of several cases of, quote, 
ectoplasm. Peter K. Colas of Kalamazoo, whose calling card styled him as a spirit medium, was arrested on the charge of transporting spirits too strong. I don't know what this means. Honestly, I have to Google this. For Volastedian ideals. I have to look that word up. The ectoplasm, which bore Canadian labels, was confiscated and marked down by the prosaic officers as whiskey. A second Kalamazoo man to run afoul of the law on M17 was Harry Allen, 43 years old, but his calling cards were unadorned by any remantle title, romantic title. He also was charged with transporting illicit liquor. So that these guys, like a joke piece. I know, but it's not. These guys were actually bootlegging and then disguising themselves as fraudulent spirit mediums, saying like we're we're just spirit mediums, just moving through, and these we're barrels are ectoplasm, and it's fucking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so I love going through my old research and finding these random articles because it's funny as hell. Because when I when I do my presentations, I always do a, a talk on old ancient spiritualism. Mm-hmm. And I talk about ectoplasm, and I'm like, okay, so a lot of you might think of ectoplasm as the pink goo that runs underneath New York City and the from pink... the Ghostbusters movie. Oh, and the uh, oh, ectoplasm bullshit. photos right? from back in the day. Well, yeah, those are badass. They are. But, like, ectoplasm actually goes back to the early 1900s when spirit mediums were claiming that mm-hmm. this goo and this substance that was extruding from their orifices, and we're talking any orifice. Yeah, yeah. Ears, the nose, any, the ears, ears, any orifice. And when I say any orifice... Vagina. Vagina. So like, I don't remember seeing that oh, in the yeah. pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there were some medium women out there that would extrude stuff from certain orifices of their body. Which, which and pulled only in, let yeah. Men, yeah. Men, were they just well, on their period and didn't want to let them know? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. Yeah, they would yeah. stuff like cheesecloth and different, like, well, different substances. Well, a lot of it was cheesecloth. Yeah, totally. Different substances. It could be lungs. It could be tissue. It could be cheesecloth. It could be anything that they could extrude from something mm-hmm. to make people in a darkened room believe that this was the disembodied spirit uh, taking, actually, uh, taking a form in, in reality. We actually have That's some so audio weird. from one of these seances. Do oh, you want to hear oh, it? Yeah, let's hear oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Close the lips, monkey balls. He's daddy's treat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what actually... What That's one of the... <laughs> well, that's when she was it was coming out of her vagine, her vagina. That, oh, that, nice. Some, that's the, some audio we got. This is actually... I mean, it's part of our research. On the scene. Yeah. That was an exclusive okay. right there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and so then the other article I came across that I had a chuckle. I didn't shake her. Awesome. The other article I came across that I had a chuckle at today when I was going through my research was from 1900 from the Kalamazoo Gazette. And the main title is Handles Church Without Gloves. Subtitle, Dr. Austin says it has always opposed, he has always supposed scientific progress. Is the devil omnipresent? Every great reformer possessed of a devil, according to Orthodox religion. So if you're a reformer... And you want to make change, you're probably possessed of the devil. Huh. Mm. And any scientist is it? And this was actually from Vicksburg, which was known as a spiritualist community in Michigan. Like, one of the biggest in the Midwest. Biggest in the Midwest. Yes. So, I thought that was interesting, too. But um, I love these old titles on these old newspaper clips. I love it. I love it. They I love are it. very interesting. I'm with them. There's a pile of these upstairs <laughs> here in, in the a villa. huge pile. No, I have massive piles of uh, stuff I've printed. And it doesn't even that. Yeah. That doesn't even hit the, the digital there's, there's stuff I have. Yeah, that's just two of them that we yeah. pulled out. No, 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 um, it's bad. When I start re- writing for a new book, it's it's bad. So also today, 
Um, and because this is uh, the 18th of November of 2017. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and this, oh man, that's kind of what got got this thing going tonight. I think um, we ate good food. We had a bunch of beer. Well, I did. You did. <laughs> I did. I have whiskey and ginger ale and with, I pumpkin with, spice latte. Yeah, you white chick. You total white <laughs> chick. Hey. You are so, <laughs> such a basic chick. You are so basic. <laughs> you are so basic. I am basic. You're basic. Thera is basic. Um, we lost Malcolm Young this, or was it last night? I think it was last night or this morning. It don't matter. We lost Malcolm Young from ACDC. Um, who, it, who really, if you look at your history of the band ACDC, uh, was... Well, they had an occult history. People used to... No, I'm dead serious. Okay, wait, back it up. When I was in sex education in seventh grade, Mrs. Netterman, okay, seriously, this was for real. This is how uneducated she was and how uninformed she was. She started giving us a little segment one day on Dungeons and Dragons, the dangers of Dungeons and Dragons. And And this was during sex ed? Yes. And how playing a game (laughs) like that starts to mess with your mind and put you in like a state of unreality. And then she actually talked about the band ACDC and told us verbatim, that stands for Antichrist Devil's Child. Oh, that was I'm some dumb shit. I'm guessing that she that was, was a shit. highly religious woman who had a son uh, who she thinks is possessed by the devil I, and listening to ACDC it was weird and how Dungeons and Dragons I, ruined his life and opened yeah. it up to now, Satanic now, Panic now, from the obviously, 80s. The real, the real reason that ACDC named their band what they named it, it was trans, because it was actually cross-dressing. No, 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 Kinda? no, no, no. Sorta. What, the reason that they they Maybe. named their name. Yes. Everybody, shut up and let me explain this <laughs> for two seconds, Ugh. so we can get some proper information to people here. Um, ACDC, uh, Malcolm and Angus were actually at their sister's house, and they were they were jamming. They had this band put together, and. At their sister's house, they were moving a sewing machine for their sister. And they looked behind there, and they saw this thing that said ACDC. And they're mm-hmm. like, man, that looks kind of cool. That's, that's, that's a cool name for a band. We thought, they thought it just sounded tough, right? And they named their band ACDC. Um, and they were taking a cab somewhere. And this, I saw this in a documentary years ago. Uh, they were taking a cab somewhere in Australia, Sydney. And... They said, you know, they were talking with a cab driver, and they're like, well, yeah, we play in a band, you know. And he's like, oh, well, what's the name of your band? Well, we're called ACDC. And, yeah, in Australia, ACDC does mean, like, you know, he, she. Yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah. So they didn't know it because they were just very young kids still in school. They were just teenagers, Malcolm and Angus. Um, they didn't know that, but they kept the name. And ACDC, obviously, at this point here in 2017, is an institution of rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, they, they were – They've pretty much done it all, seen it all, and unfortunately, Malcolm in the last like five, six years really fell ill. And as I said before, Malcolm Young was the was the real secret sauce with ACDC. There's a lot of bands, and I know back in the '80s, especially with you know a band like ACDC who really made the majority of their money. I think they sold a lot of their records in the '80s. Was in, in the '80s, it was always about the leads. You know, who could who could wank the best, who could do the most shredding, right? Yeah. Angus Young is one of the greatest shredders in rock and roll history. I mean, with the the whole schoolboy outfit that he had, and the reason for that too, if in case you don't know, um, the reason that that whole uh, shtick stuck with him is because he would go to band practice right after school, and he was in a boys' school, and they wore uniforms, and he didn't have time to change his clothes, so he'd go straight from school to go the band practice. So he just wore his little huh. schoolboy's outfit, and that's what just kind of stuck, and that became kind of his thing 
through all these years, right? So, and it was because just he just couldn't change his clothes after after school. Huh. So, okay. um, that being said, um, yeah, Angus Young, absolute god shredder. He's still with us right now. But Malcolm Young was a sick, sick rhythm player, sick mm-hmm. rhythm player, and he wrote a lot of those classic riffs that we know ACDC for. He lo- he wrote a lot of what became back on you know back in black. Uh, the first album with Brian Johnson, yeah, which we've listened to twice tonight, as a matter of fact. Um, he wrote just piles of riffs for this band. He really was the unsung hero of ACDC, and we lost him this morning. He's been suffering from dementia for a lot of years. Um, he couldn't even do the last tour that ACDC did with uh, Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. Ew. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, he couldn't even do the last tour because he's just he his mind is he he can't play anymore. He just, so who was who was replacing him? His, um, oh my God, I you know what? Their younger co- one of the cousins. Oh, one of their cousins, I think. I could be wrong. Oh. Don't quote me on that, people. Um, I did read and this. And was he only in his sixties? Sixty four. Yeah, that's young. Sixty four, very young. Um, but ACDC was one of those bands. I, I don't care what genre of music or what, what shit you listen to. Everyone likes an every, ACDC song. Everybody listened to ACDC at some point or another. And, yeah, it's a super bummer. You know, and we're losing how many, like, our friend Jeff, Amber and I, uh, our friend Jeff actually made a, a Facebook post about that. He said he was flipping through the radio because he forgot his iPod, and he heard a Prince song. A David Bowie song Aww. and an ACDC song, all it, like, on his entire ride. He's taking his one kid to a, to an outing, and he said, "I heard a, a Prince song, uh, a David Bowie song, and an ACDC song on the radio because I forgot my iPod." Hmm. And he's like, "I've never been so depressed Aww. listening to music in all these years." We seem to have been we're, we really are losing. And we, I think we've talked about this, like, in the past here, even on this new incarnation of Ghostly Talk. I think we talked about it a little bit last year. Did, did we, was it last year? Yeah. Where we're just losing fucking these greats. Well, they lived mm-hmm. hard, and... I they mean, did. not all of them necessarily were drunken drug addicts, but, you I know, think the touring life takes a toll on you, though, too. Oh, the li- sure. I mean, just living this life. Um, I think it is a shorter lifespan. It's a lot I, of stress on the body. Yeah, it is. I mean, traveling, people, I don't think people realize what traveling does to you. Somebody said this to me the other day. We were talking about flying on a plane, and somebody's like, you know, I'm like, well, just get off the plane and go take care of business. And they're like, dude, I just spent the last three hours moving at over 600 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. The body is not designed to do that. You know, there was, to- there was a time in our history as people that when the locomotive was invented, there were people that were quoted saying, Human beings are not meant to move at 30 miles an hour. Um, you know, the people don't think that we're meant to move that fast. So maybe that is true. Maybe if you spend your entire life on planes, going from date to date, you know, if you have that kind of money your to do that shit, your body gets used to your it. Your body, yeah, but it, it, does your body t- does it take a toll on your body? Well, like I'm you sure it still does. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, like alcoholism or drug use. I mean, your body does get used yeah. to horrible shit like that. There's also that uh, kind of like. How, when astronauts, how the time difference? Yeah, yeah. Um, supposedly, I have I've read an article not too long ago that a lot of people who fly on planes supposedly their uh, time difference for their actual aging is different if they would have stayed on 
the well, that's actual rel- that's ground. called that's relativity. Oh well, yeah, you know that, that's and depending on where you're going, right? Yeah. I mean, we're and like when you fly on a plane. I mean, yeah, there's time. I just thought it was interesting. It's very interesting. No, that, that and that whole idea is fascinating. Um, but there are those ideas, you know, where you know, well, if we went to this one place, like one hour here is. 10 years here on earth and stuff like that Mm -hmm. relativity like that is fucking mind-blowing it is oh my god dude like wait a minute just like in interstellar well that's yeah that's that's that movie actually does explain like a lot i mean i mean it's a movie and i mean i love that movie oh do i love that such a good movie do i love that film i mean not very well not everything um is 150 percent accurate but there's a lot of very sound science in that and yeah that whole movie does deal with the idea of relativity yes uh, so that's a that, you know, good call on bringing that up because we can just riff on that stupid movie for the <laughs> next three hours here. About as long as that film is, too. It's a solid three-hour movie. I want to watch that again. Oh, I can watch that movie. I can watch that movie over and over. I can listen to that soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack It's one of my awesome. all-time... I mean, I remember when Amber brought that movie. She, I, mean, I wanted to see it, we, and we just never got to the theater to see it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but Amber brought a that copy. That would have been painful in theater, I think. It Except for well, now that they have the reclining chairs. It would have broke my fucking heart to watch that in the theater. It broke my heart. To, I mean, when she brought a I copy. I had to get up and get more popcorn. So I'd miss part of it. What? No. Yeah. You should be gripped into the film. You should not be having to get. Sarah oh. can go through a gallon Dude. of popcorn. I've seen it. I eat a whole large popcorn at an hour and a half movie myself. It's inhuman. That's one of my favorite movies in the last 10 years. Easily. Like the last 10 years, like the best thing I've ever seen. Um, I, and I think a lot of it has to do with the soundtrack also. Um, it's I mean I'm not a big fan of like movie soundtracks. They just don't really grab me. But that's one of those ones that wow There's I own one. that soundtrack. It's so good, dude. This is embarrassing, but there is one movie soundtrack I absolutely love. Oh, and boy. thanks to my niece and nephew, trolls. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's trolls? Yeah, there's people that love that. Who one. just bumped the table? So I did that. I did that. It's Justin Timberlake's on trolls and. Oh whatever! Now we're talking about Interstellar. Fun. Like, kinds of fun I know. Pop music well, we were back. talking about relativity, and then we well, got yeah, into just <laughs> well, well, no. Girls. Well, let's let's yes. go back to let, let, let's roll back though. Like, yeah, I mean, why are we? I mean, okay, look, the, the easy answer to this, and it probably is the like the the the, the reality of the situation is all these like beautiful rock stars, all these people that we've looked up to for so many years, these amazing artists, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, not just music people, but like you know actors. Uh, artists of all kinds, they seem to be just like, you know, breaking off. They're dying <laughs> in record numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, is that also because, I mean, I think I may have said this before, though, too. Um, social media has that effect now where we know everything, like, right away, right? Yeah. I mean, I know there's been people that have passed away, and it's like, you know, before social media, for example, and maybe just five, six years ago, um, not to, and I shouldn't just blame social media. You'd I mean, have just, to wait to hear it in the newspaper, or hear it on the actual news live. Or you're yeah. at a party or someone says, like, hey, did you hear so-and-so pass? What? Like, what the fuck? What? Holy crap. Oh, my God, right? Yeah. Um, not, I shouldn't say just social media. Uh, just information in general, how the Internet works. Things travel so fast now of how the Internet is energy engineered and how, things, how information moves. Um, so we do find things out very quick. Literally, Malcolm Young died probably not 24 hours ago, and I we all knew about it this morning. When we mm-hmm. woke up this morning, I was up at like 7:30. Um, that was a, I grabbed my phone and eh, just checked to you know see what's going on. And the first thing I saw was Malcolm Young. I'm like, oh my god, 
Yeah, so I've seen that. Pretty much morning. planned my day for me. I knew what was going to happen today, right? Um, you know, I don't want to go too deep into this whole trip, but I mean, mm-hmm. I just I did want to talk about that because ACDC was like like a lot of guys who are into rock like me. ACDC was a big part of our lives, and it still is. That band will always live on in our hearts and our minds and our souls. I hate to say it, though, but it's like when the lead singer dies, then the band's really dead. Like, that's the heart. No, yeah. well, like when not ACDC. When they Brian, toured with Axl Rose well, a couple whatever, of years ago. But when Brian Johnson goes, then you're like, now the Axl band Rose is dead. Go. Now the band is that dead. That isn't always true. It's not always true, but who's going to re- I mean, what, well, that, what that's is my a new point, guy going to replace him see, with, like, the two remaining existing, like, the, 70-year-olds? Here's like, the, here, that's the dynamic of ACDC, though. I mean, yeah, ACDC. They Airborne brought, will take over. They brought... What? That band was bullshit. I, I No, that, that was if a... Slash dies? That'll be... Yeah, that's the end of Guns N' Roses. That's Axel Dash. I eh, honestly, I wouldn't care so much. You could maybe replace him, man. But yeah, if Slash goes, Guns N' Roses is done, done, done. And they've already well, as I said, Malcolm Malcolm Young was he really was the unsung hero of that band, and they and that's the first thing that I thought going on your guys' points. when I saw that news this morning, the first thing I thought was, okay, ACDC is officially done now. Yeah. No. They can't go on without without Malcolm. No, they can. Well, they, they, they kind of have, have. But I think out of respect for that man, if, if, if yeah. out of respect for that man, who is Angus's brother, for God's sake, they mm-hmm. played together for over 40 yeah, years. but I guarantee you they're not done. How do you... Well, they might the say, you know, it's time... Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll hang up their cap. Well, I haven't I been know. keeping up on my ACDC their nose. I don't know. Cap hat, they'll hang it up. But I don't know. What, too, cute little what? Taxi cap hat. The one that Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Wears. Yeah, his cute little taxi cap hat. <laughs> it's cute. Aw, yeah. It's cute. I love ACDC. I, 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 I love that band, and you're really acting weird, Amber. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're creeping me out right now. Creep. So I, I did want I did want to tip the hat to those guys. Speaking of creeps, I did want to I, I did want to tip Donald, the Trump. I just want I wanted to tip the cutesy Donald the cute t- taxi cab hat or whatever. It's ACDC more than rules, a creep. man. So recent news that we posted up on the Ghostly Talk. Oh, Facebook we're gonna page. talk politics now. We're gonna go to oh, politics. Awesome. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Um, you know, I, I see things randomly. It's not like we have the most active Facebook page because heaven forbid we post things on Facebook and people actually see them. No, Facebook wants you to pay to promote your post. And fuck that. We do it organic. We so, organic, man. We're whatever. Gonna do, yeah, whatever. Is whatever. that is that how you do it? Is organically? Yeah. Well, and we don't that's, care. That's we're broke. We don't have any money. We're to broke. Try to get people to engage in your page and blah 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 and fuck Facebook because they're the ones that are trying to like make money out of you so like yeah. like we don't have a huge Facebook following right now we have like 777 people Is that who we have? and then we're lucky if like 30 people see something that we post like and that's intentional that's, that's their horrible. algorithm that's intentional yeah, because when they want you to pay when I had my business oh, page yeah. for my soaps I swear probably only oh, five no. people yeah. or two people seen it out of yeah and before that started, once upon a time, because I've had my pages out there for a while, like you'd post something and like almost all of the people that were on your page were exposed to it. Mm-hmm. It was in real time. It wasn't just like, oh, you see something that someone posted suddenly two days ago. What? Yeah, they changed everything. It, but, yeah. Anyway. It but so Trump picks a ghost hunter to be a federal judge. Ooh. This has been going around in the paranormal news circuits. And, I mean, I don't judge this guy because he's in the paranormal. We're all involved in the paranormal. That's why we do this podcast. That's why people listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, according to this BBC article, one of presidential Donald Trump's judicial nominees is a ghost hunter who has written several novellas about paranormal activities. The appointment of Brett Talley, 36, which is kind of creepy because it's like, God, that's younger than me. For Lifetime Post as an Alabama federal judge, mind you, Lifetime Post as an Alabama federal judge is raising eyebrows because he has never tried a single case. It has emerged he failed to disclose on a conflict of interest questionnaire that his wife is a White House lawyer. Mm. That's kind of important. Yep. But he did divulge his Tuscaloosa Paranormal Research Group membership. Because every state has their handful of uh, cute little paranormal groups, and he belongs to one in Alabama. Mr. Talley was approved last week by the Senate committee on a party-line vote, and he is likely to be confirmed by the full chamber soon. His nomination is part of President Trump's efforts to expand the presence of conservative jurists in American courtrooms, says analysts. The Harvard-educated lawyer was unanimously deemed not qualified by the American Bar Association to serve an appointment on the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Alabama. Trump seems to be getting in the habit of appointing people who aren't qualified. Uh, correct. At all. Mr. Talley, who has practiced law for three years, has written right-wing blog posts critical of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, whom he labeled rotten, according to U.S. media. He also maintains a horror blog online when not searching for ghosts. In a questionnaire from form submitted to the Senate Judiciary Committee, Mr. Talley revealed his 2009-10 affi- affiliation with the Phantom Chases. The Tuscaloosa Paranormal Research Group researches for the truth of the paranormal existence in addition to helping, quote, those who may be living with a paranormal activity that can be disruptive and or slash traumatic, according to their website. The group promises a, quote, strictly scientific approach to determine the extent of the paranormal activity, end quote, and offers its services for free. And so, I mean, I, I find it, f- I mean, I find nothing wrong with the fact that the guy is interested in the paranormal. He's no, that, written, sh- that shouldn't even be coming He's written up. books. He's written books on the paranormal. The, he has stuff out there. He, they're fictional. Yeah. Um, in fact, ro- yeah, the fact wrong co- with that? There's the, nothing wrong with the that. Only the only thing that should be coming up is how he's not qualified. He's not qualified. He's very young. He's 36. He's never tried a case. Should he be have a lifetime position no. as an Alabama federal judge? Not at Probably all. Probably not. But does his interest in ghost hunting have anything to play with how he judges things or makes decisions? No. And so, of course, the media is going to outright come at him and say, oh, my God, he believes in ghosts, and he's part of the Tuscaloosa Ghost Hunter Society, and he writes paranormal fiction, because that's how they all talk down there. Sorry if you're from yeah. Alabama. Listen to this show. Great. Yeah. I know. I just way, alienated. Way to piss off the, the South. I Amber. alienated Thanks. the South. It's okay. Yeah. But um, he should not be judged for that. And of course, the media is going to attack that right away. And like, just because he has an interest in that, like right away, assume that oh, he's not qualified because he's some kind of like batshit crazy moron that likes the paranormal. You can be an extremely highly educated person and enjoy and appreciate and respect the paranormal genre. Oh, yeah, I think there's plenty of people who do. Well, she really, she she ran herself into a sorry. cough yeah, on that sorry. one. She got so pissed have, off on that. I have a cold. Aw. I'm trying to recover. Now. No, I don't. Well, I think that is really, I mean, it's one of the, one of the, one of the, the pitfalls we do have here 
in this community, let's call yeah, it. Yeah, if you uh, like the paranormal, you're somehow an instant moron. Well, they are automatically, automatically, well, they automatically think that you wear a tinfoil, you wear a tinfoil hat yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, and that's simply not, just not the case. I think there's plenty of there's people. There's very educated people in the paranormal that look at it from a very objective viewpoint. They look at both sides. Yeah, yeah. They're interested in the phenomena. They wanted, they, they would love to have a explanation someday for some things. I mean, I've said this before on the show, but like once upon a time, like, oh, the thunder. Oh, my God. It's the gods bullying. It's the gods fighting, whatever. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. we realize, no, that's thunder. It's this process that happens when like weather things happen. Well, I don't know, have I mean, the dictionary. Move. Right. I don't have the Clash dictionary. Into each other or something. No, explanation for this. But I mean, and then so, I mean, I would like to think that like 100 years from now, maybe we all of a sudden have this explanation for why we see ghosts the way we see them or why we view things or why, or we, why experience we feel cold them, spots, why the we energies. feel them. Anything like that. Like, I would love to be a scientist. I would love for there to be a scientific explanation that, like, proves this. Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I was and actually. And it doesn't even have to be paranormal. It can just be like, hey, here it is. This is why. I was thinking about this the other day um, on the bike. It's just something that popped in my head and made me think about this right now. I remember a time when I was younger and we, I would watch sci fi or I'd see some, you know, some, read a book or something where. People would have real-time communication with audio and video together, right? And that idea, like you could look into a screen and talk to somebody and like see their face and Mm -hmm. not be in the same room. That idea, when I was very young, you know, being into sci-fi and all that stuff and reading books and whatnot, that idea blew my mind, right? Um, Look around, you guys. It happens every... It's happening all the time. Right now, as I say this, people are having... There's probably hundreds of thousands of people around the globe here, our planet, Mm -hmm. that are having real-time audio and video conversations with one another. Mm -hmm. It's happening. And it's not happening because of some gigantic, massive, like, mainframe computer. It's happening on our phones, our little phones we have here. So this technology which we all thought was something completely ridiculous 20, 30 years ago. Never would have thought it would happen. No, exactly. I never, I'm like, that'll never, that's insane. That's completely crazy. It's happened. People have found the means to do that. So going on your point, Amber, I'm very confident someday, maybe not in our lifetimes, but somebody may be able to explain why people see things the way they do. Where we, you know, Explain ghosts, I guess, right? Um, we can't explain them right now. We can't. I can't. Only through personal experience, we can. I, well, I've, I've had experiences. I know well, Amber, yeah, you've had experiences. I mean, that, that's what I tell everybody. Like, uh, any talk I do or whatever, I, I just, I tell everybody. Someone's like, oh, do you have proof? Or do you blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I don't have proof because it all comes down to a personal experience. There's been yeah. plenty of times where we have been out, like, I, I maybe I've said it on Ghostly Talk before. I don't know, but like there was a time when we were in Massachusetts, and our uh, friend Derek, who does ghost tours out in Cape Cod, was like, "I'm going to take you out to a cemetery, and you're going to see these little blue orbs of light. That's what we see, and we don't see them all the time, but let's hope we see them tonight." And we're sitting in this beautiful, ancient. Oh, it was beautiful. Awesome. It was so nice. Massachusetts, New England Cemetery with the the cool, like, gravestones with, like, the death heads and the angels mm-hmm. and all the cool Puritan symbolism. And then we're sitting there for, like, good two and a half. I don't know. Three, it could have been three hours. I don't know. We had equipment. We had cameras running. We had all this crap. 
trying to find these blue balls. I hate. I, whenever I do presentations, I never <laughs> say. I never say blue balls. I always say blue orbs. I always actually make this mindful like. I don't want to say that. That sounds awful. Blue balls. But anyway. Blue balls. So anyway, we're sitting there and we finally put all of our crap away and we're like, screw it. We don't see anything. We're bored, whatever. We just want to talk and hang out anyway because that's what ghost hunters love to do. And so we put all of our stuff away and our cameras and our tripods and just start smoking and talking and hanging out in the cemetery. It literally was a full moon night, clear night in Massachusetts. And it was just awesome. So like the moon, the the full moon lights spilling over the entire cemetery. Everything's well lit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I don't know who was the first to see it, but someone goes, oh, my God, there they are. And we look, and we see these little multiple, probably like maybe, I don't know, maybe five or six. I just remember, I, I, I only light. saw one. Like, no, no, I no, no, saw no. There one. was multiple. I'm not saying there wasn't okay, well, multiple. I'm saying that I remember, like, my memory is I just saw this one that had, okay, it was well, like no. a blue-green no, light. It was, it was cr- Okay, fine. It was fucking multiple. Ow, fine, multiple. whatever. That was harsh. That was, that was very harsh. loud. That was harsh. Well, you upset me sometimes. So anyway, but the point, of the, the point of the story is, is that all of a sudden, these blue balls blue appeared. Balls. Blue balls appeared, and we saw them moving in slow motion through the tombstones, yeah. through the woods, and we're like... Uh, Just with the, the, the naked eye. The naked eye. And we couldn't... We, like, no, Now no. that... Is something. Yeah, no cameras. Because it's not like it's on camera no, where it's it was, just it picking was wild. up dust it was from light. Yeah. No. And then what was cool was like part of our group, we had, we were split up in two groups. And one group was like in chunk A and the other group was over here in B. And then like our buddy Tom runs up and he's like, oh my God, did you see those blue balls? And we're blue like, balls. yes, we saw the blue balls. Like, Every night of my life. Right? <laughs> so we're like, you know, we both saw them from our perspectives, which was even better. Yeah. So it wasn't just our perspective that we saw them and they didn't see them. And, and, then, and then Derek, who runs the tours, is like, that's what I was telling you guys about. That's what we see. Now, those things also go in the past with like Willow the Wisp, fairy sightings, like all this weird uh-huh. stuff where people hundreds of years ago has report, have reported seeing like very strange colored orbs of light moving through the forest or whatever and like I'm sorry you can't say swamp gas in this case because there was no swamps there it was woods and a cemetery and some trees and that was it you kind of wonder sometimes like just wondering if people could have something set up not in this case there's no way I don't even know how they would have produced this well there's always always something that could do something like that to be fair to your points yeah to be, yeah. par- to be fair to your point, Sarah, there's always going to be a risk of... Of course. Uh, ...of falsery, of mm-hmm. fraud. Um, I can only go by that situation we're talking about, that Amber's talking about. I can only go by what I saw, and I did see some pretty... Imp- it, it was, was it was an, I would consider it an anomaly. I would have loved to, to see that. It was quick. It wasn't like it went on for like five minutes or something where you could pull out your cameras. And we didn't have, honestly, cell phones weren't advanced that advanced then. They were advanced. Yeah. Advanced. The little flip phones. They were not that advanced. That's library software I use at work. Um, they weren't advanced. Advanced. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever, whiskey. So, whiskey. Anyway, oh, my God. Whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm going to stop. Go, go, go. I'm going to stop. Go, no, go ahead. Why are your headphones crooked on your head? Because <laughs> I'm only listening in one ear. Why? So I can hear the room. Why do you have to hear the room? Because I'm producing this fucking thing. That's What's why. What's in the room that you're going to hear? I'm um, just the beautiful sounds of nature. Is going to start making noise? The beautiful sounds of nature. That's what I want to hear. <sighs> anyway, it was... Finish your little story, Amber. I'm kidding. That's I'm, the end. I'm, I'm joking. That's the I'm end. Joking. We saw blue balls. 
floating. We saw blue balls. Blue we saw balls. some blue balls floating blue through balls. the floating through the floating. I'm this stop. is what Amber sounded. This is what Amber sounded like when she saw him too. I'm stopping. That's not what it sounded like. What the hell was that? Ooh, ooh, oh boy, yeah, this what. That's that what you sounded familiar. like. Yeah, yeah, that's what actually Amber yeah, sounded like. Was no, I'm trying to remember what that's yeah, from. What I, don't I don't know. That's what that's what Amber sounded like. Though we got the that was the audio from that investigation yep, we that saw. Was exact. This this too. I pulled I pulled from our archives and that was the audio we yep. got when you saw those blue yep. balls that floating was around. Balls. That's what every time I see blue balls, that's what I do. This is my this is what I was doing. <laughs> I was, I was just, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Like, this is so funny. Blue balls yep. are funny. That sounds about right. So, yeah, that, how do we get to, how do we get to blue balls in Massachusetts? Just talking We're about, talking about like, That'd be a good name for a blues yeah, album. That'd be a good name for a blues uh, album. About how, blue balls in Massachusetts. About how the paranormal then, cannot be fully falsified or um, proven. Well, because yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is based on experience. Experience, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then that like, was like the one time I can I tell people at my talks and presentations and blah 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 and that yeah. and blue balls, blue balls. That's where it came from. But like when I was little, me, my sister, and my father, we experienced stuff in my parents' house. But my mom completely denied everything. She didn't experience anything. But like we used to hear footsteps coming up from the basement like in between the like mic. 2 and 4 a.m. and eat it, eat it. put on your other your yeah phone. yeah you only have half your headphones on <laughs> <laughs> but like we'd hear noises and certain creaks in the house that would only creak if you stepped on it but yeah, if no one was yeah. there yeah and just all different sorts of things shadows even in the daytime um and it ended up being correlated. Oh, yeah, my sister, when she was little, she used to call this woman Bloody Mary. Oh, Did she ooh. know about the Bloody Mary legend, though? I don't know, but she always called this woman that she kept seeing in the basement Who Bloody the hell Mary. Who did that? And um, years and years later, my father, my father tried getting rid of this painting there was a painting of this like Mexican almost Victorian looking woman and she had feathers behind her but one side looked like a flower field and behind her looked like a book of law weird which is really interesting and then um, there was fire it looked like fire it was very interesting. It was by an artist called Ortiz, okay. which I tried looking him up. Couldn't Nothing. find anything. Okay. Could not find a thing. But if you looked at it, like her eyes were brown. But sometimes you'd look at it and her eyes were freaking red, mm. which was interesting, which could have been a play on our minds because we were kids. Yeah. But we really felt like we experienced that. And I was probably about eight and unfortunately I had the room next to the kitchen and then the stairs were in the kitchen going to the basement I remember hearing no not that those are footsteps those are ghostly footsteps boom boom (laughs) like coming up the stairs and I wake up at like three in the morning or two or whatever and my from my bed view I could look directly in the kitchen 
and I heard the creak that has to be stepped on in the middle of the kitchen. I'm like, oh no. And I'm scared as all hell. So I turn, face the wall, and I have this little doll. And it's between me and the wall, right? And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. About five, ten minutes Some goes by. Bloody headless figures step no, into your room. I turn around. My doll is in the middle no! of my bedroom. That was between me and the oh, wall. Fuck that. No, no, fuck that. No, no, that no. scared me. No, my dad had experiences no. of no, no one no, being, no, everyone no. sleeping. Nope. Or no one even being home. Nope. He'd hear all this walking around and keys jingling and all sorts of stuff. He'd walk around the house in the middle of the night trying to find what the heck is going on. Nothing's there. Um, multiple. I mean, this happens all the time. Like, almost every night. And um, my mom claims to never experienced anything. Hmm. Or she just didn't want to admit it. Because hmm. she's very... Well, um, yeah, there's always that possibility. Like, just, just push it aside. It doesn't exist. Yeah. If I don't address it, it doesn't happen. No but it sucked because my parents tried throwing out that painting. Hmm. And that painting which weirdly came with the house when they bought it. Do you still have the painting? Unfortunately, no. no. You guys got rid of it? My parents tried throwing it out. And one day I came back. It was while I was in high school, I do believe. Was that like a selling point to the house? Like they just no. they put this goofy no. thing up? It was just like, it was maybe? hiding in the basement somewhere. Oh. <laughs> and they tried throwing it out. I saw it in the trash. I'm like, oh, hell no. This is not getting thrown out because it's so fucking creepy, and I fucking love this thing. So, I take it, I hide it in my closet the best I could, um, and I'm like, there's no way. Uh Uh-uh. They're not throwing this out. I'm taking this with me wherever I go because it's creepy and awesome, and there's something attached to this thing. My dad found it, like, within a week, or my mom did back in the trash no nothing has happened in that house since really nothing at Mm. all i am so pissed well i mean there's always been a theory that certain things are attached to items Uh i mean that's the whole haunted item genre that exists out there man so many creepy things happen Mm. so many experiences like almost every day i want that now I, I want, want the haunted Ortiz picture. I still want it. It <laughs> was insane. And then if anyone Bloody out Mary's there attached to this, this thing they know somehow, who the uh, painter Ortiz my, was. My sister always said it was a lady with re- with uh, big red lips. Big so, red lips, and painted so, by Ortiz with feathers. But anyone? No, it was the woman she, <laughs> she was supposedly seeing. No, but the thing, the funny okay. thing is. My sister was seeing her when she was, like, two years old playing in the basement. That's weird. And we always had, like, like, I always felt energies, right, growing up. I was so uncomfortable most of the time. (laughs) It's like um, I just seen a meme on uh, Facebook recently. When you're little, you turn off the light and you bolt up yes, the stairs. that's a fact. And, oh, we did that all the time. But we actually had well, full <laughs> reason to. You know, it's to. interesting because, like, for example, your house, what, what, your parents' house was probably built in the 1955. 50s. So, like, people always feel that their home has to be built in 1888 to be oh, haunted. Oh, no, not like, at that's all. that's the prerequisite. I mean, if, this, it, if yeah. this spirit or entity was attached to this painting, I mean, that painting 
That could have been from the 1800s. Was it a print or, or was it a real painting? I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't remember that well. Ah, but okay. I am so pissed that thing's gone in Bummer. somewhere in a dump. Bummer. Or burned by now. Right. No, someone else has it right now. So, like, maybe weird thing. I weird hope, things like this happen. I kind of hope someone someone picks it listening up, and they go, "Oh my god, I have. I think I have this painting." And they send a picture to us, and they go, like, "Oh my fuck, that's the Ortiz painting." I hope someone picked that up. Where did and you get it? And then eventually says, "Screw this," and like puts it back on my parents' lawn for me to pick right? up. Right? Like, <laughs> we've had so many problems with this stupid thing. Boom! It ends up. <laughs> it's just weird how everything just stopped. There it is. Stopped right after that painting. And some was people gone. feel that you take a haunted object out of a house, and and that's that's the end of that done it's I just mean, like um the haunted object that your friends collects yeah the doll yep 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 mm-hmm. the idol and yeah that's greg and dana where we talked talking about with the uh paranormal museum of the occult and the or the yep. museum of the paranormal occult and they collect haunted items and different things that people are giving them and and yeah i'm sure like a ton of them aren't probably haunted some of these people are probably but I'm sure you know whatever. Are, at least they have I mean, an energy some of, that some resonates of them from do it. Seem to have a very interesting vibe, and they yeah, seem to be getting yeah. EVPs from them, like Billy the Idol, and which I love that play. I mean, like they got the Idol, and they thought, "What's name of Billy? Billy Idol, whatever." Yeah. Um, but like when they, I know when they started recording with that thing, and we'll get them on the show eventually. But when they started recording with that thing, they were getting like EVPs that were like, no, no, no like nothing. It's just like garble. And then eventually EVPs started becoming more clear. So it's almost like this haunted object is starting to learn to speak or starting to learn English. And like Mm -hmm. that's creepy on its own. And then they've been doing some live feeds for the members for their group. um, And they have this thing called the crone. And so on Halloween they did uh, kind of like a weird session with this crone this crone was found in i think in i believe in the cave in the catskills in new york somewhere and it's this wooden object this wooden like little like i guess female like sort of idol looking thing with nails pounded into its eyes with Ooh. a noose around its neck that and it was painful it was found this way as a voodoo doll sort of i mean a lot of people have very negative experiences around this thing people who have experienced this thing even at their events where they're just Here's the crone. It's at our event. They've they've driven home and gotten into a car accident. I would imagine that even Ugh. there's there's even weird if, stuff with a voodoo doll. I mean, if it most voodoo dolls, well, not most, but depending on the intent that the user is using it yeah. for, obviously nails in the eyes, um, that thing's gonna harness yeah I, negative I mean, energy so, as it is. So they were doing a Halloween. Uh, so Dana puts on headphones that are noise canceling. Mm-hmm. And she can't hear anybody. And then she puts on essentially like a spirit box. If you, if you don't know what a ghost box or a spirit box is, I'll tell you real quick in a hot second. It's basically something that goes over. <laughs> shut, I know, whatever. It goes through AM or FM frequencies real quick. And the idea is that you can pick up certain words that spirits may be using those frequencies as a source of white noise to build upon their it's voice. matrixing. Whatever. But what's interesting about the experiments that they do is that she can't hear shit. She's got these noise-canceling headphones on while she's listening to the spirit box and then she's just blurting out crap as she hears it mm-hmm. and like so in this instance you had um greg who's part of the museum who's dana's uh, husband and then you had jason gowan who's been a long-standing friend of ours and a, and, a, and a figure in the paranormal community for a while and um jason has a 3d printer 
So one of the things they're doing with their haunted artifacts is that they're 3D printing them to see if when people get these duplicates of the 3D prints, if they in turn have experiences similar to having the real deal. Hmm. Do, do, um, like... That's a good test. It's interesting. Because if you think about it... Is it it, all just like... is Is the energy or entity with the actual object... Um, it's a really good scientific experiment because it's a good mental experiment. It, yeah, it's a it's a mind play because if you give someone a fake one that's been 3D printed yeah. and say here this is haunted, yeah, how is that person going to perceive that and experience that? Yeah. And, and the same, I mean, this could be all just like you know, hey, you got a 3D printed object, so people start thinking that they're having experiences. I mean, I don't know, it could be just one big giant weird mental experiment. But so Jason um, mind is live. Crazy was going to 3D print the crone. So they decided to do this at a hotel, um, and they didn't, they didn't do it at their home or anything. So Jason brought his 3D printing equipment, and um, they J- so Dana's sitting there with her headphones on, and she's um, they're trying to communicate with the crone. And so they're asking questions of the crone, this little, this little object with nails in its eyes and a noose around its neck. And they're ask, asking questions, and, and Dana, you know, as soon as they're saying, like, for example, this isn't verbatim or anything, but like, uh, are you here with us, Crone? And all of a sudden, Dana might go, "Hello, yes, hi," but she can't hear them. Mm-hmm. But she's saying things that are almost in correlation, and it's not always to what like, they're yeah. Asking. I mean, it's, it's very interesting. And then when Jason 3D scanned the Crone, the weird thing was is, and I, I admit that I only got halfway through this. I'd have to go back and and, and rewatch the the. YouTube thing that they did um, to see if it, it changed for the second time he, he scanned the Chrome with 3D printing software. But anyway, he walked around with a little wand that you 3D print with and it printed the Chrome perfectly, but not the nails. Really? Which I thought was really weird. Now, I don't claim to understand 3D printing technology, so I don't know if there's something with like certain things like when they're away from the object is it harder for the device to pick up on them? But well, if it picks up on everything else, it should yeah, pick up on the nails. Yeah, why would it not? I mean, nothing. The nails were not there. No huh. nails. So that What about was, the noose? Noose was there. Huh. Everything else was there, except for the nails and the eyes. It was so weird. That so this was kind of a fun little Halloween night, you know, watching this. But um, I don't know. So hmm. they, they got some interesting um, things where they felt like two entities were actually attached to this thing. It wasn't just one. And um, I don't know. They're kind of bringing back the uh, the curiosity to the paranormal a little bit with their haunted objects, you know. I don't know. So well, we will have them on the show in the future for sure. But um, I don't know. I'd love to talk to them. It's interesting. I don't know. Scott? Scott? I got to go pee. Should we end? Yeah, let's call it a night. All right. We'll call it a night. Random. Yeah. Won't be too All long. Right. We went an hour and 15 That's here. good. That's a good I mean, amount of time. I don't know. Well, that's what that's what the timer says. It may be different when we. That's a fun. good amount of time. All right. Well, hey, man. Let's go eat some snacks. Ghostly talk. <laughs> We're going. Right now. Where are you going, Sarah? What's going on? Oh my God, Chuck. I thought we were ready. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hurry up, come on. Hurry up. And I'll do that. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Thera. Hi, I'm Thera. I'm Sarah. I'm rolling right now, and we're keeping all this. Sarah. 